0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1667. Stop defending why your partner wants to leave you, and taking in difficult feedback with accountability, courage, and compassion, both by Lisa Merlot Booth of lisamerlobooth.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another two-post episode of Optimal Relationships Daily. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino coming to you today with two shorter, denser posts, courtesy of Lisa Merlot Booth. I think you'll find both these articles to be helpful in different ways. So there's a lot to learn today. Let's kick it off now and start optimizing your life. Stop Defending Why Your Partner Wants to Leave You by Lisa Merlot Booth of com. When your partner asks you to do something, do you tell them everything you've already done Do you tell them they're too sensitive when they tell you they don't like the way you're talking to them? How often do you explain your actions rather than acknowledge the impact? Do you respond to complaints by accusing the person of doing the same thing? Do you ever up the ante by actually blaming them for your actions? If any of this sounds familiar, then chances are you have a problem with defensiveness. Not surprisingly, many people struggle with defensiveness, thinking, why shouldn't I explain why I did something? Why not point out all the good things I've done when my spouse criticizes me? What's wrong with pointing out that my partner did the same thing that he or she is complaining that I do? Most people don't know, though, that any time you respond to feedback by defending your actions, for example, explaining, blaming, spinning the tables, denying, or dismissing, you are harming connection. Over time, these responses end relationships. Defensiveness is so damaging that it is one of John Gottman's four horsemen and a significant predictor of divorce, along with stonewalling, criticism, and contempt. If you use any of the other three horsemen on top of defensiveness, whew, relationships may be a severe struggle for you and those around you. Back to defensiveness, though. So, what's the big deal? It's almost as if everyone does it. Why is it so harmful? Well, Besides being frustrating as all get-out, defensiveness makes solving issues nearly impossible. If you often respond to upset or criticism by defending your actions, people learn to stop coming to you with their upsets. Those unspoken issues then go underground. Over time, those issues lead to resentment, distance, and a sense of hopelessness. Others around you start to believe that discussing issues with you is a waste of time, and they tell themselves, he or she will only get mad or spin it around on me so it's better to say nothing. He or she won't change, so why bother? He or she is too fragile to be accountable. It's not worth the stress. After a sustained lack of accountability by you, people in your inner circle begin to act out the belief that you can't handle the truth. Sadly, you start to view the lack of complaints as a positive sign that things are going well. Unfortunately, though, things are not going well. Serious issues have likely silently built up for years. Finally, your marriage or partnership is on the brink, and you have no idea why. A lack of accountability breaks up marriages. Your frequent knee-jerk move to protect yourself rather than be accountable to your partner ultimately harms you. If you can count on one hand the number of times you genuinely owned your mistakes and repaired the damage those actions caused, without justifying, explaining, defending, etc., then defensiveness likely was or will be a massive factor in the demise of your relationship. Taking in Difficult Feedback with Accountability, Courage, and Compassion by Lisa Merlot Booth of lisamerlobooth.com. Shutting down or withdrawing in conflict is not the same as taking a healthy, much-needed time out. One protects relationships while the other harms them. Conflict, hurt feelings, upsets, and challenging conversations are vital aspects of healthy relationships, teams, and systems. The problem arises When individuals try to avoid or squash these difficult moments, one common way to prevent and squash conflict is to shut down, silence, or withdraw when things get uncomfortable. How often do you respond to a loved one's upset by silencing, giving them the cold shoulder for hours or days because of their critical feedback, or shutting down and refusing to engage, even when he or she is calm and respectful in speaking? In work settings, do you Get annoyed when your boss or coworker gives you feedback. Silently stew and then go to others to complain about the feedback given. Feel attacked when given feedback, even when the information is shared respectfully. Collapsing in the face of difficult feedback or someone being upset with you is an internal problem with you, not their message. The other person's feedback, be they a boss, lover, or friend, is a gift from them to you. Their feedback signifies that you are important enough to attempt to work through issues. Your tendency to shut down, be offended, or passive-aggressively give them the cold shoulder is a sign of disrespect to them and insecurity and fear within you. Take that in for a moment. Shutting down is about your fear and insecurity, not their message. And, hold yourself in warm regard. You are enough, and you matter, despite your difficulty taking in feedback. Taking in difficult feedback with accountability, courage, and compassion is one of the most challenging aspects of adulting. It's also one of the most important. Without adulting, there is no way to get to extraordinary relationships, amazing jobs, and life-nurturing friendships. And like it or not, being able to stay in a challenging conversation respectfully and entirely is your first step. The good news is, you are more capable than you realize in this department. You can do it. There is a way. The bad news is that your pattern of shutting down will not go away by itself. Challenge If you're ready to enter the adulting arena when receiving feedback, keep your eyes open for an excellent opportunity to get started on this journey. This one shift truly is life-changing. You just listened to the posts titled, Stop Defending, Why Your Partner Wants to Leave You, and Taking in Difficult Feedback with Accountability, Courage, and Compassion, both by Lisa Merlot Booth of lisamerlobooth.com. And there we have it, two dandies from Lisa Merlot Booth. Many thanks to her for sharing both of those with us today. I was really interested in the second one especially. The idea of receiving feedback or criticism is really layered, isn't it? I think Lisa is spot on when she talks about how our own fears and insecurities are normally the driving forces behind our inability to take feedback. But look too for the nuance here. Are you more likely to reject feedback just from certain people, or maybe about a certain topic, or in a certain setting? There are a lot of intricacies we might consider, and the more we can pay attention to them, the less likely we are to mistakenly identify ourselves as people who just You know, plainly can't take feedback. So look for your patterns that live underneath that larger umbrella of feedback, and see what you come up with. Having that understanding will certainly help you to understand your fear in a more detailed way. So I'll leave you to it, everyone, as we wrap things up for today. A big thank you, as always, for showing up, and I hope these posts both left you with some things to think about. Enjoy your day, and be sure to come on back tomorrow for more. That's where your optimal life awaits.